John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. And this is Junkie Ticka. And this is the High Gain Podcast. Yes, High Gain, very high. Yeah, uh, we're doing another remote one, John. Oh, we sure are. Where are we recording this remote one from? Still beautiful West Seattle, yes. but in our respective basements. Two bunkers. Two bunkers. Deep in the heart of West Seattle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's that day look like out there, John? Uh, it looks pretty nice and sunny out there. It looks fucking beautiful but all my windows are you know the shades are drawn i'm in a very dank basement but you know dank that shit is dank you know what i'm saying the dankest that's true man i have not seen john kilteka's face in a week and a half it's been a while and i feel pretty much 100 percent. and i think ed does too but we continue to do our part by practicing effective social distancing Oh my God, that's all I've been doing. The only kind of, you know, big deal I did was uh, I did go buy the Thunder Road guitars and had them do a quick handoff. I grabbed a moist towelette, antiseptic towelette, and wiped down a 1977 Music Master bass that I bought because I figured if I was going to be locked indoors... You have to have bass. Yeah. I went there, too, and did the same thing. Quick handoff Mm -hmm. for today's guitar. Other than that, we have been just straight up on lockdown here in Seattle. We're doing our part, but I am going just the slightest bit crazy. How do you like those spring breakers? (laughs) In Florida? (laughs) I love them. Stay in Florida, you know? Yeah. Go hang out with Rick Scott. That seems fine. (laughs) That dude is so uncanny valley. He does not seem like an actual human. And I think that's part of the problem. You know what I'm saying? Well, and it's Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it's terrible. We've found out that Senator Rand Paul has got the virus. Two days ago, voted against a relief bill for the virus. And then a couple days later, found out he has the virus. We're paying his hospital bills, and that's fine. I like it that way. That is exactly the kind of accountability he uh, strives for with his libertarian ideals. He thinks it's fine if we pay for him. Just don't expect anything in return. No, 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 I wouldn't. You fucks. (laughs) We need to acknowledge the emergency. Yes. With responsibility and compassion like we do. (laughs) Like you do. (laughs) Yes. Your face is momentary You hide your looks behind these scars In hybrid moments Give me a moment Beverages? Beverages, Ed! I don't even know what that song was. It is called Hybrid Moments by The Misfits. Yeah. Yeah, 1978, The Misfits. Our man, Glenn Danzig. He's come up on this show before. He gets us started here. He gets us into our beverages. Okay. I have an Odwalla Strawberry Sea Monster. It's a flavored smoothie. Yes. It's got orange and apple juices. It's got strawberry puree. It's got some banana puree. You know, it's just a little Odwalla beverage. And I've got a, of course, black coffee. You can't not have that. The backup. Myself? Yep. I have a beverage that Ed brought over before uh, the apocalypse came. But then the apocalypse came, and so we never really got to it. Right. This is called Good to Grow, and it's a shaped bottle with a little uh, uh, sucky nipple thing on top of it uh, coming out of Mickey Mouse's head. (laughs) Oh, that's right. See, we've been in lockdown so long, I don't even remember. Yeah, I found it in the refrigerator. So the little sculpted Mickey Mouse head wearing a helmet. Yeah. With a little sucky thing coming out of his head. That's great. This particular flavor is strawberry kiwi. Ugh. It is a fruit and veggie blend. That sounds delicious. I, I, I'm not sure what to think about sucking on Mickey Mouse's head. Guy like you? You fucking love it. Put that mouse head in your mouth. <laughs> mouse head. Yeah. I, too, also have black coffee. So a little juice and a little coffee. Yeah. I am going to spin a yarn, Ed. Okay, I can't wait. This all begins at the end of World War II, Ed. 1945, 46? 45, 46, sure. Okay. The battles are over. People are vanquished. People are dead. People are sick of fighting, and they go home. Great. Among these people, there's a guy who, in Japan, was once a monk... Perhaps war changed his mind. He decided not to be a monk anymore. Okay. His name, Doryu Matsuda. You know what that name means? Dragon child. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So Mr. Matsuda goes back to Tokyo after World War II to find it in all kinds of disarray. Wait, he was a monk? He was a monk. He actually fought in the war? We don't know if he fought in the war. 
But something in the war, we can assume, made him not want to be a monk anymore because he goes home to Tokyo and decides to do other things. Okay. He doesn't want a monk anymore. Sure, he's a dragon child, baby. Yeah. I love it. So he looks around. He finds a couple of his buddies. Yeah. They look around together, and there's all these GIs with their Western music, and they're dancing. Yeah. The Marshall Plan, right? Bring that rock and roll music over. That was part of the plan. I think that's what happened. Yeah. I love it. So Mr. Matsuda and his buddies decide we should make a company that caters to this music scene. Okay. Meanwhile, Ed, Richard Anzalone, the Marine, okay, he's done fighting, and he moves back to the U.S., to New Jersey. This guy's name is Richard Anzalone. Richard Anzalone. Dickie Z. Yeah, he was a Marine. <laughs> Greatest Generation. Oh, sure, sure. Those guys. Making boomers. Uh, well, he was making up for lost time, that's for sure, because he made four of them. <laughs> he marries his sweetheart, Moretta. Oh, love it. She was awesome, Moretta. Oh, no. Yeah. <sighs> but, you know, four boys. Okay. Bruce, Chris, Glenn, and Scott. Okay. The crazy thing with this episode, John, yeah. is you are telling this story, and I have no idea what guitar you're holding. It's a mystery. When we release the episode, though, the people will know, because there's a picture of the guitar with the episode. So it'll be purely a mystery for Ed. And that's okay. Ed loves it. That's humbuckers, right? These are single coils, Ed. God damn it, John. This guitar has two single coils. Two single coils. It's a Telecaster. You're playing a Fender Telecaster. It has a whamular bar. Two single coils and a whammy bar and... Three on a side tuner. Okay. It has F-holes. Ooh. What? Not a harmony. Not a harmony. Okay, keep telling me the story. Mr. Matsuda, Dragon Child, and his buddies. Yeah. Let's make a company, and we'll do music shit. Yeah. What are we going to call the company? Let's call it AOI Sound. That's got a ring to it, doesn't it? I love it. They're making pickups. Single coils. They're making lap steel guitars. Miscellaneous electronics. All the things that's going to serve that industry. This is 1946, AOI Sound. Okay. And they do pretty well at it. Great. So well, they have to hire more people. Okay, great. What do you want to do, Dragon Child? Why don't we try like a full-on electric guitar? Early 1950s. You want to give it a shot, Dragon Child? Let's do it. This guy's not afraid. He's not afraid. No. But they also didn't know how to do it because they weren't making the stuff. They were designing circuits and then having stuff built. So their first electric guitar comes out in the 50s. It's just an acoustic guitar with pickups and knobs on it. Mm. And they have a guy they called the Milkman making the acoustic guitars. Okay. They're acoustic guitars with pickups in them, kind of like the Gibson we did. J100? 160. J160. God. It's like that. 
And the milkman's making these things. Yeah, apparently he was actually a milkman. Uh, okay. In his spare time, he made acoustic guitars for AOI sound. They would bring the pickups and the knobs over to the milkman, <laughs> who would put them together. Okay, great. <laughs> it's going so well, they're thinking, what other kinds of guitars can we attach pickups to? So they start doing like the hollow body, F-hole style kind of guitars, like the one I'm playing right now. Okay, hollow body... Single coils, not P90s, single coils. Meanwhile, back in the United States, yeah, our man Robert Height, Bobby Height, he's seeing this. He's in New Jersey. He's in Lodi, New Jersey. You know about Lodi, New Jersey, Ed? I don't know shit about Lodi, New Jersey. It sounds like a shithole. A little bit, kind of. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? Sure. Do you remember the Bada Bing is that the strip club? Yeah. The Bada Bing, in real life, is in Lodi, New Jersey. It's a real bar. Yes, it is. Okay. Our man Bobby Height, early 60s, let's call it, he sees all these guitars flooding into the United States with all these different names on them, all this kind of stuff. Right. Hey, maybe Bobby should start himself a company. Oh, yeah. So Bobby Height, he starts an import business. He calls it G&H Imports Incorporated. I want to bring some of these guitars in from the AOI boys, too. Sure. I'll just put my own name on them. And Ed, mm-hmm. that's what this is. This is a height guitar. H-E-I-T. Okay. Would I know that guitar? It doesn't sound super familiar to me. It's a mystery. He starts bringing in these things, and he's calling them Height Deluxes. Okay. All across the country, you can get these things, along with all the other names that people were sticking on these things. I think that they come into the United States, and our man Richard Anzalone Mm -hmm. sees this. Maybe it's now like the mid-60s. Sure. Wow, these are kind of inexpensive. I should see if any of my four boys, my four sons, have any interest in uh, music. Okay. Perhaps... Richard Anzalone bought a height guitar for his son, Glenn Anzalone. Great. You know about him? Earlier in this episode, you played a song that I didn't recognize and said it was from The Misfits. Yes. I'm thinking the guy didn't like that name and he went with Danzig. Is this our boy? This is our boy, Glenn Danzig. Oh my God. He gets himself one of these height guitars. It would not surprise me if old Dickie Height, importing guitars from Japan, who happens to live in Lodi, New Jersey, throws these things in shops in and around Lodi, New Jersey, and Richard Anzalone buys one for his son, uh, the future Glenn Danzig. I don't really picture Glenn as a guitar player, but, you know, whatever. Hard to know. It's not that hard to know. (laughs) Bada-bing! So all these people putting their names on these guitars, Ed, coming from Japan, this is good news for Mr. Matsuda, Dragon Child, and his buddies. They're selling these things like nobody's business. It's the mid-60s, and the guitar market is going nutty. Sure. We're going to need a larger plant. We're going to need other people. So they hire more people. They build not one, but two factories. Okay. But they're still outsourcing their woodworking. Uh, So a company called Fujigen is doing all the woodworking. Okay. The guitars are coming back from Fujigen, and they are just shitty. Dragon Child? Not into this. He is not into this. Fuck this. He calls up Fujigen. What the fuck are you doing with all my wood here? (laughs) You're fucking these guitars up. 
Fujigen right away, they send their plant manager to Tokyo to smooth it over. Straighten this shit out. Hey, plant manager, the guy's name is Tadashi. You better get over there to Tokyo and uh, talk to Dragon Child. He's pissed. Oh, sure. So he does it. He goes over there to talk to Mr. Matsuda to try to calm him down some. Instead, here's what happens, Ed. Those two, they get in a room. Yeah. They start talking about stuff. Okay. You're the plant manager, right? What if you were to work for me instead? Oh, sure. We'll make a whole new factory that you can be in charge of. Sure. In fact, why don't we just make a whole new company? And the plant manager, Tadashi, says, yeah, all right. <laughs> and he goes with Dragon Child, starts a whole new company to make more guitars. I love it. The name of that company, Ed? Tysco. Tysco. Oh, my God. I knew it, John. I could feel it coming. So this height guitar yeah. is Tysco built. That's pretty spanky, isn't it? That's a little spanky. What are you doing over there? Today's color, Ed, brought to you by you. By me? I have Ed's Old Blood Noise Endeavors procession pedal. Oh, no shit. I left the... Oh, huh. Don't worry. I'll wipe it down before I give it back to you. It does tremolo. It does flange. And it does uh, modulation-y stuff. And it also does reverb. And I've got a rat pedal. Are you still rocking the 1981 on the board today? As always, the 1981 is on the board. It really amplifies the microphonic key pickups. The number of people putting their name on Tysco guitars grows crazy big. Sure. In the U.S. And not only that, now they're making guitars with the actual Tysco name on them. And those are becoming popular. 63, 64, 65. Why would that be? Surfy shit. I don't know. I wondered about this because we are in solid Fender territory right now. What is going to make a Tysco super duper popular? Tell me. Our man, Glenn Campbell. <laughs> of course. I should have known that. Super duper popular session musician. Right. And he starts playing stuff on TV with his Tysco, check out this model number, T60. No kidding. Nothing new under the sun, huh? Okay. Does that look anything like the T60 we know and love? No, but it has a hand-carved feature Okay. that was first used in 63-64. The craftsmen at Tysco would hand-carve into the body what they called, are you ready? I think so. A monkey grip. Like the Ibanez? Yes. Whoa, really? So this is the first time we see this. On a Tysco. Huh. Yeah. These guys got their shit together. Totally. Let's go bigger or go home. <laughs> they take out an exclusive export agreement with a U.S.-based company called WMI, Weiss 
musical instruments. Okay. Now the floodgates are way open, and this is generally the period 66 or so. All those Tyscos and Tysco Del Reyes and all that kind of stuff we all grew up with. This is when that stuff is just drowning everybody. Right. So what year is that? 65. Okay. So now there's nothing stopping it. They've got multiple factories. They've got multiple models. Now they have an exclusive exporter. They're everywhere. Yeah. And still house brands are putting their name on it. Even Silvertone put its name on some Tysco models. Sure. It wasn't just the Chicago boys making the Silvertone stuff. They made a staggering array of models. Hollow bodies, solid bodies, bases. Yeah. This particular one has two horns that are pointy. Double Florentine cuts? Double Florentine cuts. You know that's my shit right there. Yeah, double Florentine on a hollow body guitar with F-holes. <laughs> Dive bomby. So how's that thing stay in tune? And uh, It doesn't stay in tune too well. <laughs> It's a bolt-on neck, but like a lot of the guitars of this era, a weak spot is the tremolo. So if you went with like a, some kind of hardtail modification or something and different tuning machines, it would probably be just fine. Yeah. Either that or just deal with it. Fucking deal with it, dude. Yeah. Back on this story, the thread that you gave me here was Glenn Danzig's first verifiable guitar was a height guitar. That's the deal, right? Fictionally, yeah. What? Are you saying that wasn't even true? Yeah. Oh my God, John, what are you doing? <laughs> did I not preface this carefully enough? So Glenn Danzig never did own one of these. It's not hard to imagine with what Dickie Height was doing in Lodi, New Jersey, that Richard Anzalone would have bought one of these for his son. <laughs> So they both lived in the same city, is what you're saying. Lodi, New Jersey, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I... You know. Oh, my God. You're killing me. On both sides of the Pacific, we've got stuff going on. They're making guitars over there in Japan. They're selling them over here in the U.S. Our man, Robert Height, is uh, selling these here Height guitars made by Tysco. Things are looking great, Ed. Yes. How, how can this get better? Oh, I don't know. How could it get worse? Well, the guitar market could cave in on itself. Oh, God. 65, that's when Fender sells. Sure. I don't even know if you could call it a collapse or just sales slowing or oversaturation or whatever, but it reverberates to all the countries involved. And, of course, sales start slowing in Japan for our man, uh, Mr. Dragonchild. That's terrible. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. So he sells. Oh, no. Who's he sell to? He sells to Kauai Musical Instruments Manufacturing Company Limited. Huh. That's cool. What does Kauai do with it? Oh, they probably just shit can it. They discontinue the Tysco brand. They continue some stuff in Japan until 77. Okay. Speaking of 1977. Yeah. That is when the Misfits were formed in Lodi, New Jersey. Is that true or are you making that up too? Everything is suspect. <laughs> See what I'm saying? That is actually true. Sure, sure. I think you know the answer to this, Ed. Yeah. What became of Tysco? Whatever happened to them? We know our good friends over at Band Lab bought the name, and are they making any guitars currently? No. Uh, Band Lab revived the name in 2017 and are applying it currently to effects pedals. 
but not the guitars. No, no guitars. I would be just fine with a modern recreation of some of those wacky Tysco surfy models. I would be into that. That would be pretty cool. And they could just make them in Japan again. Love it. And that's where it stands today, Ed. You did a really good job today, John. Let's start talking about where people can find us. Yes. People can find us, as always, on Patreon. Yes. Patreon.com. Ooh. Slash The High Game. Slash. The High Game. Uh, yeah. People can find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. At The High Game. Twitter. Twitter. At The High Game. Instagram. What? What? Oh, crap. What happened to Ed? Okay, everybody. Pinterest. LinkedIn. Facebook. Twitter. Instagram. All over the place. Look for The High Game. YouTube. Look for The High Game. Are you back, Ed? I'm I'm here. I never left. Oh, kind of. Oh, still oh. cutting out. I'm just. Oh. oh. Great. Oh. Great. I hope he's going to be okay. Can you hear me at all?